Well, it's winter in most parts of our country. And if you're like me and you have an RV, which I happen to have a camper van, you're looking to winterize and to protect those lines from freezing over the next several cold and chilly months. We're going to talk about that today on this edition of Rolling Home. Well, in the last edition of Rolling Home, we talked about, or I talked about, why year-round camping is the best camping. And I discussed a little bit about my philosophy of camping and why I like to camp pretty much year-round, but I said in the podcast that my favorite times of year are spring, fall, and winter. And I gave lots of reasons why that is the case. One is, is that a lot of people don't camp during those times of the year, uh, particularly the winter months. And so anyway, um, to do that, particularly in the dead of winter, you have to winterize. If you don't have a four-season camper, uh, whether it be a bumper pool or a drivable or whatever, you have to winterize. And honestly, there are very few four-season campers out there. So uh, most people who live in parts of the country that have very cold weather, at least during some portions of the wintertime, have to winterize. I'm going to say up front that my winterizing routine uh, probably is quite a bit different than some others because the Winnebago Travato 59G that we own makes it really easy and simple. You know, it takes probably, I don't know, 15 minutes or so to drain the tanks and then to actually add the antifreeze to the lines in the various ways that I'll discuss in this podcast. You know, I don't know, from start to finish, you're probably talking about around an hour. And I know some people pay to have this done, and it may be because their rig is more complicated, um, you know, or whatever, but I've never found that to be really an issue. Now, when we first got our camper van, I was a little intimidated by the winterizing procedure that I read in the Winnebago manual, because it was kind of complicated and rather extensive, it had a lot of steps in it and stuff, and and then uh, I'm also a part of a uh, Travato um owner's group or whatever you call it and one of the members there actually wrote a little bit more simplified guide but it still included a lot of components that I no longer mess with and I'm going to explain what I mean by that. Well if you have a new camper uh, that you purchase typically they come with some sort of guide and it is like like with my Travato it's kind of a it's a step-by-step guide and It'll include things like remove the or bypass your water filters because you can have um, buildup in there that the antifreeze might get to and you want to make sure you're running through the entire lines of the RV system. Of course, drain your black and gray tanks, drain your water heater and your water lines, and on some... You can bypass your RV water heater. I know you can do that on the Travato, which is really cool. And, of course, the final step is adding antifreeze to your plumbing lines. 
Now, I've noticed in many of these processes that it includes a method of getting a air compressor and pushing the what little residue of water out of the lines by use of air pressure. And I've never done that, and I know there are those that faithfully do that, and perhaps they live in a much, much colder climate than I do. I have not found that to be necessary, and I'll tell you why. Fortunately, around the time that we purchased our camper van, one of the owners of a similar model of Winnebago Travato 59G posted his method of winterizing the rig. And I have since used it every year since we've owned our camper van, and it's worked just great. And I won't go through, go through all the steps of the way that he does it, but, you know, he doesn't blow out his lines. He basically just goes through a process whereby you replace all the water with antifreeze, and you bypass the Truma uh, heater, which is a great technology in a Travato, um, and you're able to use your, your heater just like you always would because you're bypassing it with the antifreeze during the winter months. And, uh, you know, us being the kind of campers that we are, that's a great way to be able to continue to use the rig and have heat in the wintertime. And um, his name was Clint. His name is Clint Roberts. And uh, I think he basically just created a YouTube channel to post some of these kind of videos. And I really appreciate him doing that. And it was posted in 2018. And it's got around 2,000 views for people, I'm sure, that own, you know, um, 59G Winnebago Travados. And, and I have gone back to it every year and watched it. And it's such an easy method. It uses uh, probably a little more antifreeze than some systems might use. He goes through about three gallons of uh, antifreeze because he basically says that, you know, he wants to over uh, apply the antifreeze to the whole system so that he doesn't miss any of the little nooks and crannies that ice could uh, accumulate and cause a problem. I want to play just a little bit of the video from Clint so you'll get an idea of what he's talking about. And you'll, you'll hear in the video, the beginning, the introduction, uh, he has the same philosophy that I have taken on. And like I said, thankfully, I have him, his procedure to go by, which has really been helpful for me. I've tried to, the volume is not that good. It was taken with a phone but I've tried to increase the volume and take out some of the pops and things that they were standing outside when he was recording this. This was being recorded. So anyway, it may be a little annoying as you listen to it, but I think it'll give you the gist of what uh, he's talking about with winterization. Hey guys, I decided to do a video on me winterizing our G. Uh, and winterizing the G and the K is gonna be the same thing. My mother has a K. Uh, so they, they do it exactly the same way. They're just in different places. A uh, little bit late in the year to do it, I guess, because we're kind of halfway through the winter down here in our part of the world. But my wife and I, we travel quite a bit throughout the winter, so every time we come home, we winterize. And it sounds to me like a few people out there have issues and some hang-ups and kind of a little intimidated by winterizing 
provide them. And you read through the manual, and it seems to be more complicated than what I believe it has to be. Now, keep in mind, this is the way I do it. Uh, it may not be the way someone else does it, uh, but to me, I believe it's completely adequate. Uh, I don't worry about blowing lines out with the air or anything like that. I drain my lines and I put antifreeze in I've seen some point is, is, to me, it's a very simple procedure. Anybody that has a Travato can do it. There's no reason to take it in and have it done. Uh, and there's no reason to stress about it and not take a trip for fear of I'm going to have to winterize my uh, unit. Okay, well, that was a little bit from the YouTube video from Clint. And you can kind of see his philosophy there. Um, hopefully it wasn't too painful. I, I tried to take out some of the pops and, and wind noise, but it still had quite a bit of it in there. Well, it's, and, and here again, I'll, I'll add a link to this video, uh, in the show notes. So if you have a Travato, I imagine most of you, many of you listening to this don't have a Travato, but if you have a Travato 59G, you can go to his video, and he also has on his same YouTube channel a link to, uh, as he mentioned, a 59K, and they're a little different in the way that you winterize them. Well, uh, the bigger question is why winterize? And, you know, for most people, uh, it's just kind of an annual rite of passage for RVers. You know, when you do this every year, you just kind of do it a certain time of year. I actually put it on a reminder on my iPhone and it pops up, uh, you know, typically around the end of October, 1st of November. And I winterized our rig, uh, last weekend, I guess it was. And I thought I was waiting kind of late in the season, but I looked and I had a note where I winterized the year before and I didn't winterize to the week of Thanksgiving last year. So Anyway, it's always good to get ahead of the weather. Um, we've had a few cold nights, uh, maybe a little bit of freezing, but not sustained. So that's not a big issue. It's only when you get into freezing temperatures and it just stays cold for a number of days that you run into any problems with anything freezing. Well, obviously, the, the number one reason to winterize your RV is keep your pipes from freezing. They're very different than... Um, the pipes in your house that have the benefit of ongoing heat and insulation and this and that. And, of course, a lot of RVs have insulation, although some RVs are not very well insulated. I know the Travato, I have the advantage of all the, the pipes are inside the van portion. They're not just exposed underneath the van. Um, so they're in the living area, and they have a somewhat of... Uh, insulated uh, environment there that could help and as I mentioned in a previous podcast I think it was that we do have heated tanks which would be good if you did want to um, try to do the year-round RVing and not uh, winterize but you know when water freezes it expands and if uh, if it water expands your RV pipes uh, it's going to burst out the sides I know some of you may have had that happen in your house so you really want to take care to winterize adequately. Just a little side note, when I winterize, it's also time that I usually take to make sure that I'm keeping the varmints out of the rig during the winter months. You know, they're seeking shelter and uh, a place to 
uh, maybe you define food or whatever. So it's always a good idea to make sure that when you're winterizing, you're also, um, particularly mice, that's the big invader. Uh, you're taking care of that as well. Now, I, a little trick that I use is I buy a big package of cayenne pepper from Sam's. Uh, I know you can find it lots of different places, but I buy just a big, cheap, you know, uh, container of cayenne pepper. And I, I sprinkle it around the engine compartment, and I also sprinkle it underneath the van. And that seems to be kind of a barrier i know when it rains or it snows or whatever you have to kind of keep throwing it down but it's not really it's just kind of an inexpensive kind of thing and uh so far so good i've never had a uh, problem with mice in our rigs so that's another thing that you might want to add to your list in uh winter in your winterization routine now unless you're just winterizing and storing your rig not to come back to it again until warmer weather's springtime RVing, camping. Uh, there may be some things that you like to leave inside your camper could be that could be problematic. I mean, um, of course, any kind of water that would be in a container that could uh, expand and burst. Uh, there are different you know items that uh, you just need to keep an eye on that might not be a good idea to leave in your camper um you know during the really 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 cold months of winter of course as i as i've said in the past we use our rig pretty much year round and we're in and out of it all the time so uh, that's not really as big of an issue when it's going to be really really cold i do kind of check it out and make sure we we haven't left anything in there that could be a problem in that area and a general rule of thumb when you're uh thinking about or needing to uh, winterize and you kind of want a timeline is sustained temperatures below freezing for like I always say 24 to 48 hours it, that may be too long but if for some reason I've never had to do it but I do have a friend who never winterizes and he keeps kind of a little um, heater underneath his rig which he parks kind of inside a shed and he never winterizes but if say if something were to happen and i didn't get to winterize and some cold temperatures were temperatures were on their way i would probably just uh, either plug in my camper van and turn the heat on or uh, probably a more practical way to do it would be to find some kind of little heating unit in place underneath the van or inside the van just to kind of keep it from getting too uh, cold inside as far as the cost of winterizing goes if you do it yourself it is very very cheap to do i know the pink stuff i don't know exactly what the actual name of it is but the rv and marine uh, antifreeze it's kind of a non-toxic uh, antifreeze that you can put in water lines oh it's about two two dollars and fifty cents a gallon at uh, Wally World, Walmart. You can get it lots of different places as well. I know last year I had a little trouble finding it. I guess it was during the pandemic, which, you know, everything got disrupted uh, during that time. But um, my rig specifically, I think, is technically you, you're supposed to be able to winterize it with about a gallon and a half of that stuff. 
I use about three gallons and if you want to check out Clint's video you'll understand why because uh, I, I, I take his method I overdo it the stuff's cheap and uh, I just kind of overdo it and then as I mentioned in my last podcast we continue to use our system uh, everything but poop in it which we never do anyway um, we you know go uh, number one and then I just kind of add a little antifreeze as we go and if it does fill up I just dump it dump the tanks and we start all over put some antifreeze in it and start all over but I never have had to do that and that's worked really well for us because like I said we use our camper all the time you can spend up to 250 to 350 dollars or even more with some campers uh, I've seen uh, you take it to uh, a camping world or another RV dealer, um, you know, that's a pretty pricey item. And, you know, with some rigs, I guess you might want to do that. If you're really, you know, you're a really busy person and you don't want to take the time to do it or you don't feel comfortable doing it, that's something that you could look at doing. But I just think it's a waste of money. It's not a very um, uh, difficult thing to do, and I wouldn't recommend uh, doing that. And finally, I'll just go over a few things related to, say, you don't want to rearise your RV. Well, obviously, if you park your RV inside, say, in a garage, you could put a heater in there if it doesn't have a way to heat. And you could probably keep the temperatures high enough that it would never be a problem of anything freezing. Um, they say you can let water drip if it doesn't get too cold for too long in your area you can let your your water drip I personally would not attempt that uh, I don't think it's real practical with an RV but they say you can do that of course if you have heated tanks if you could keep it plugged in uh, or you're always in an RV park or whatever you can typically get around it a lot of these apply to folks that may have a way to park inside park their unit inside and obviously it just depends on how large a unit that you have to be able to do that um, you know some RVs have fancy heated hoses and you know you can keep that turned on and keep it plugged in and you don't ever have to worry about um, uh, or uh, winterizing but some places where temperatures just get really cold and it's gonna be like below freezing and maybe down into the 20s for an extended period of time and you can't do all these things I just mentioned you need to winterize Okay, well, that's all I had for today. Sorry this uh, podcast went a little long, but I uh, just wanted to hit on some uh, some things that I do related to winterization. I'll provide some links that will explain some of the, these things more if you're interested related to a Travado. And I also found a few articles online that specifically address uh, winterizing your RV. It basically applies to all RVs. Well, thanks again for joining the Rolling Home Podcast. appreciate if you'd like, follow, subscribe, do whatever uh, you do on your particular platform that you listen on. And uh, it helps other folks find it and listen to it. Well, finally, remember, home is where you park it. See you again soon on another edition of Rolling Home. <laughs>